Being a misogynist, the show has started. Uh, misogynistic where, at all. This, what do you mean, the show? Oh, this show. What's up to our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Mother Eleven Geek Nation? You're currently tuning into the Guardians of the Colts Pop Podcast, Volume 26. Eh? Eh? No. <clears throat> a show where we talk about movies, TV, comic books, needle drops. <laughs> uh, you could have done better. No, talk that was just me starting to talk about needle oh, drops. Oh, I see. Uh, talking animals and all other things that scratch your nerdy itch. We're coming to you live from our evolving set, <laughs> deep, deep in the heart, the jungles of the video content factory, a bomb-ass production space in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm your flatulent host, Johnny Destructo, he being of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA 19127. It's a super rad comic shop that caters to the super rad folks like you. So go to it and give me your money. Will you give what? them anything? Oh, I mean. Yeah. Nope. No, just the money. Donate. Get out. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah. Donate. It's none you of it's feel, for sale. You can feel good about it. Yeah, it's a museum of pieces. <laughs> uh, with me tonight are. Brian Lee. No, Bartoji. What's up? That's your boy. This is Len. Sorry. What the hell is going on over here? Stepping I was trying all to get over physical your intro. And I got Act two. like you've been there. We just said our names. He had a whole thing and you just destroyed it. That's Excellent. They know me. <laughs> Wait, uh, do you think you can do a better needle drop than that? Are you? Skirt. You were doing it. That's a. You guys were doing scratches. That's yeah. yeah needle drop. Needle Skirt. Drop. What does a needle drop sound like? It, it, like Skirt. it's 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 more of just like a a distorted ping. It's not like a sound. I mean, I've dropped one or two needles in my time. Also behind the camera is our intrepid producer Dylan the Great. Hey Dylan. Hey. You sign your emails, Dill. Is yeah. that something that we can call you, or you is can, that just you like... You can call me Dill, you can call me Bill, you can call me what it, Hey You over there. Chill. How do you chill. spell Dill? D-Y-L? D-Y-L. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's... Uh, I appreciate that. Because if you had changed the spelling of your own damn name for... Uh, like, that would be weird. I, for the shorting version. I, I'd be a fraud. I don't believe yeah. in that. Like, D-I-L-L. <laughs> like, is it spelled Dylan? I just want to make sure it wasn't that's on the, the D-Y-L. Have you thought about hosting like a... Podcast or a like publishing a zine called <laughs> What's the Dill? Oh, have you ever ooh. thought of that? Um, I I have a cat toy for my cat at okay. home, uh -huh. and it, it is a pickle, and sure. it says I'm kind of a big dill. Can we yeah. can we spend nice. a couple minutes talking about your cat? I would love to. Right. What kind of cat is it? What's, She's what's... a calico cat, tortoise shell, tuxedo. Her name's oh. Baby Jones. Tortoise Baby Jones. Jones. Baby Jones. Oh. That's a cool name. As in Baby Jones yeah. Locker. <laughs> oh, you mother. Um, <laughs> oh, this is the show now, my guys. Girlfriend, my girlfriend came home one day and said, this is before, like, months before we ever got a cat. She was like, you know what's funny? I'm like, what? She's like, Baby Jones Locker. She's like, get it? Like instead of Davy <laughs> like Jones, she followed it up I'm like, that. yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And then we got this cat, and now we were trying to think of a name, and I'm like, 
That's it. Baby, Baby Jones. Jones. Okay. Nailed it. Do you, call like her, do, you, do you call her tree and or bed the locker? No, she doesn't really have a bed. She likes to sleep with us. But I, I, we, we do want to get her like one of those like little mini lockers. Yeah. And just label yeah. it like that's Baby Jones. But then Jones that would locker. be Baby Jones' locker. locker. Shoot. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I, I don't like, know. Yeah. I mean, her whole name's not Baby yeah, Jones' her whole locker. Name is Baby Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Jones. Locker. No, my understanding is Sometimes we call her the Baby Jones Town Massacre. Oh, my God. Um, sure. wow. she, <laughs> it got dark, but I, still, it's her. but I still <laughs> enjoy she's it. She's a dark cat. She's <laughs> She's an emo cat. Straight emo cat. shell rims and a tuxedo. Imaginary is quite the conniving. She's going to host a horror anthology show. So, how do I get you to shut up about it? Oh, sorry. Well, oh, before we get into like that. discussion, God, that was so rude. <laughs> yeah, your segues so... are getting better. Yeah, <laughs> we'd, like to... <laughs> we'd like to thank Dylan, you. What's all... uh, how much does for, that cat weigh? For being here with us. <laughs> do you have pictures? Can we throw them on the screen? She's, she's about Mother. ten pounds soaking wet. JD, what do you think about that? The cat, I think the cat that thing. if you like this, <laughs> good for you. Uh, please comment, like, subscribe, uh, hit the bell icon. Um, Oh, email us in your cat's names at cultpopgo at gmail.com. I will throw them directly in the trash. I won't even look at them. Email uh, us in your cat's name. <laughs> yeah. So say something that your cat would say yeah. and oh, send it to us. Actually, it, uh, dig, yeah, dictate an email from your cat. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Oh, goodness. Um, so that's Buttons. the introduction. We did it. We're, we're halfway there, you guys. Uh, this part of the show is called What You've Been Up To This Week. Huh. Uh, I thought we had email. We do have an email. Why do you skip? Because it's it's not in here. And you didn't update. Mm. Uh, it's always been in there. Hey, we got letters. <laughs> what is we shot? got letters. We, letters? Oh, we, we got, got lots, lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. Oh, man, my phone refreshed. Here we go. We don't have um, letters. From Sellington 2814. 2814. 2814. I say 2814, 2814. but 2814 is a thing to say as well. Hey, guys, it's your boy, Charles in Chattanooga, a.k.a. Hal. 2814. A.k.a. the Green Lantern. Tribble. This is a quickie email to say thanks to Randy, who is, uh, he's been replaced by a Spider-Man bust. A few episodes ago, Randy brought up the show Night Agent on Netflix. Yes. Mm. So I mentioned it to my wife one weekend and we were hooked. Mm. There were no big name actors in it, but I remember the Asian actress who played the Secretary of State. She was in the movie, The Menu. Oh, oh yeah, man. she was cool. She was good mm. in The Menu. My wife made a complaint that the lead character wasn't a good fighter. And I said, that made it more believable. Anyone that works in an agency like the FBI or Secret Service isn't some super badass. Anyway, we love the series and hope Netflix doesn't do what they've been doing lately and don't do a second season. Randy, I would like to know if you've checked out Citadel on Amazon yet and what you think. No spoilers, though, because we've only watched the first two episodes. Till next time. <clears throat> and oh, hi, yeah, to the rest of the crew, even Brian. LOL. Hi. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, there we go. And there was another email. Is that right? Uh, but that was from the home dad abroad, but it was just for me, not the show. Oh. Um, basically, so why did he's, you bring it up? he's coming to visit because we, oh, had, we had lots and lots of letters. Oh, it was more than one, it was I double gotcha. what we usually get. But um, one's not for the show. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have don't it. have them yeah. in you, the sense you of had the word. one and then we have yeah. one. Um, yeah. uh -huh. So the rudeness continues. Sorry. Yeah. Um, let's see where it heads next. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Brian. To, to hey. Jesus. Oh, to Jesus. <laughs> 
What you been up to this week, huh? Well, JD, I uh, went to a play, a rock opera at the theater. Uh, my girlfriend and I went to see Jesus Christ Superstar 50th anniversary tour, oh. um, which has been going for a few years now. So it's like whatever, 52nd or third anniversary. But they won the best revival, I believe, best Broadway or Broadway style revival. I don't know exactly what it was when they first started. And I don't know if they're all the same people, but well-deserved. It was awesome. Um, the, the people that played Jesus and Mary and Joseph and Caiaphas, all fantastic voices. Everybody had fantastic voices. Um, Can you give a quick yeah. plot synopsis of Jesus Christ Superstar? Oh, you got it. Sure, sure. My Thank question. you. Thank you. So Jesus Christ Superstar uh, begins in, you know, the Jesus story, right? There was a guy... Uh, not unlike Some Santa. people claimed he was the Messiah. It's yeah. not that similar to Santa. <laughs> Go on. So uh, he's been preaching for a while, like three years now. He's about to get um, uh, laid. It's implied that that oh. with Mary. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, but that could have been going on for a while. I hope that it was. Um, he's about to get uh, pointed out by Judas. Right? Uh. He's gonna. He's gonna do that. So they have the uh, Seder and you know that happens he points him out the whole uh, uh, Judas goes to the Romans and they're like eh, we're gonna find him anyway just you know do is, it. isn't it like the three days it's the three days right three days leading up to his that sounds crucifixion a, is, is, it sounds is, about right yeah like yeah, the yeah. the so Palm Sunday right and then yeah, he, when he when he arrives, laying down the palms and stuff, and then it's the like the, the play is the three days before the crucifixion. Yeah, so like well, all the craziness that is. Like, does the three days take in the the Last Supper also? Yeah. That yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, yeah. Song. The whole thing is song, and oh. they had the musicians on stage in this like cool shadowy kind of thing, mm -hmm. which was very cool. It was done in. They're wearing clothes that could be modern. Uh, mostly, um, there's a lot of anachronisms in the film. These yeah. are in a different way. Um, and, uh, you know, like sneakers and that kind of thing. And the Jesus character had his hair in a pretty modern, it was long, but it was in a modern setup. Um, I often am a little off put when I go to see something live and the music is changed a little yeah. bit, right? They, which is like every time. And I understand why they want to play something different or do something different, but not this time, man. It was pretty much the same and a little different where uh, you know it was just like oh that was a that was a cool little change you know yeah. or whatever um so Herod is also a, a very cool part of the show uh, I guess if you guys aren't familiar with it he doesn't do any miracles there's none of that he's a he's a guy um I think he's just a man is the name of one of the songs actually that Mary sings uh whether or not he can do those things is not addressed but it doesn't happen during this. Although he does predict that Peter will deny him three times, and that does happen. Um, I mean, classic Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was always denying stuff. Yeah. And three times every time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Judas is played as a much more sympathetic figure and a much more regretful figure than he sometimes mm -hmm. is, um, uh, to great effect uh, on this occasion as well. And uh, I always found that interesting, that it's just, you know, uh, Judas questions, you know, do you think you're who they say you are is a line of from one of the songs and that like his message has outgrown his, or his his 
aura has outgrown his teachings, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, is a is a big part of it. So it's very humanized uh, or humanistic type of Jesus, and it was presented spectacularly. It's uh, it's left Philly now. It was, but it's coming to New Brunswick, New Jersey in June. If anyone is interested in seeing it, it is uh, worth the not. Time. It is a worth the time. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Robin Monroe Jr. is down in the chat saying, a friend of mine plays bass in the band of Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, if you talk to him, if you wouldn't mind telling him I thought it was awesome, I love that show, and I thought this was a great interpretation. Make him subscribe to the channel. <laughs> Those are two separate requests. <laughs> no, no, same thing, same thing. Make him, make him subscribe. Make hey, him a fan. Hey, Noel. Yeah. What you been up to this week? Hmm? Well, um, I have been up to reading comics and one specific comic that I uh, just recently, I arrived at my home today. Um, I kickstarted a, um, I kickstarted a, a comic from Dean Haspiel. Yeah, I know Dean. Called COVID cop. COVID cop. Um, I'm showing it to the camera. COVID cop. Um, COVID cop. This is, uh, rip it. So, um, when I saw the title, I thought it was going to be, um, edgy bullshit, yeah. uh, but actually knowing his previous work and then, you know, reading the description of it, it's actually really funny parody. Um, it, I don't, I don't necessarily need really want to go into the plot. It's, it's like 20 years into a pandemic, the pandemic, and, um, only 2% of the population is still around and they only have so much time left. And this cop who's responsible for pushing back the diseases uh, has a group of, of other cops that he works with. And, and they're fighting off, like, uh, some of the bad guys' names. Are, it's, it's, it's trauma. Guys, it's trauma. Trauma! For anyone who doesn't know, trauma is, is a... Toxic Avenger, yeah. uh, but COVID cop. And then, of course, uh, so, like, the catchphrase for COVID cop, for any COVID indication, cap. is mask it or casket. Okay. Yeah. I like that. It's it's really cute. I'm trying to think of some of the bad guys' names. Uh, Major Fallout. Um, uh, some of the other, it's this is so, it's so weird. And then of course, like one of the well, also another one of the bad guys is uh, uh, dressed up like a Easter Bunny suit, and it's a whole like screaming conversation about ideology and <laughs> and Christians. And this is really funny. It's a very funny book. Um, the presentation is wonderful. Uh, yeah, the presentation is is nice and cardstock. I think there's going to be like more of these, but this was apparently he shopped this around, and no publisher really wanted it. Yeah, it was Just too I, I real. Could, I could see them being wary of uh, publishing that. Sensitive, right? Yeah, yeah sensitive yeah. to the idea of it. Um, yeah. but uh, it's it's very funny. Yeah. I thought it was really funny, and I like little uh, irreverent indie comics. Uh, as yeah. somebody who does believe in science, uh, I was not offended by this whatsoever. Hmm. Nice, because there's there's uh there's characters on both ends of the spectrum. It's actually pretty funny. Nice. Yeah, it's really well done. You would recommend it? I would recommend it. I'm not exactly sure Is it where and how to late? get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the I think he's going to kind of keep publishing it, self publishing it. So we'll see. Maybe, hopefully, maybe it'll be in stores eventually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, Len. Yes, sir. You weren't doing anything this week, but then recently you were like, "I've done something." And what was that? Hmm. I started. A new series, I believe it's a relatively new series, because mm -hmm. um, there's only two episodes up on Apple TV called Silo, mm -hmm. which stars uh, David O. Yellowo and Rebecca Ferguson. Oh. Um, in it, 
Uh, it is about, and I'll read it strict right from IMDb, in a ruined and toxic future, a community exists in a giant underground silo that plunges hundreds of stories deep. There, people live in a society full of regulations they believe mm. are meant to protect them. Hang on a second. Just, just the fact that they said it that way makes it's me suspicious. Uh, it's ba it's, apparently, it's based on a series of novels. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, by Hugh Howie. So they're, you know, I mean, I, it, reason to believe that they don't know all the information. Yeah. Well, I am told by the poster that the truth will surface. Ah. Oh, that's a so, nice promise. Yeah. From the silence. Has it surfaced yet in the first two episodes? <laughs> I hope not, because that's a short show. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Ah. Yes and no in the two episodes, which <laughs> which I actually appreciate it, because it. That is the type of setup that can be drawn out yeah. for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but this show doesn't play like real cute with its secrets. It, you know, it, it definitely is kind of like, you know, tugging on the strings of a mystery. Mm -hmm. And, but it's all about the mood. It's all about the tone. It's all about this, the, the world building of it all. Um, and the acting David o o Yellowo and Rebecca Ferguson are both very good, good actors, um, and you like them. You wanna, you wanna ride with them. It's it's interesting. I'm 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 intrigued. It also has Ian Glenn, Scottish actor from uh, the Game of Thrones. I believe that is Yon. That's what I said. Yeah. Yes, and also Tim uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Heidecker. Tim Robbins. You know, for kids, and also Rashida Jones. I like. Yes, she's yeah. in it as well. That's cool. Yeah, so um, it's, it's cool. There's only two episodes. It comes out, mm. new episodes come out on Fridays. Nice. So you can check it out. Um, hey, GD, what you been up to this week? Well, I'll tell you. I watched Nope mm. again. Mm. <laughs> and here's the thing. When I first saw Nope. What is uh, Nope? Oh, oh, it's a film by. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Starring. Daniel Kalu Kaluuya. 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 And. Uh, Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Yes. And some other people. And, and oh, Stephen Yoon. Oh, uh, Stephen Yoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, and uh, Winston, Winston, the 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 guy, the bad guy from The Crow. Oh, with the voice. Uh, um, Wincott. Winston, Wincott. Yeah, Michael Wincott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> there's, there's one more main. Can I get a full cast list. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> I am a big fan of Jordan Peele. Um, get Out was a masterpiece, a modern horror masterpiece. Us was seventy five percent amazing. And then, um, nope, we went and saw it together, and I walked out going, that was when fine. When it first came out. When it first came out. Um, I, but I'll probably never think about this movie ever again. And then proceeded to think and discuss this movie for several days after. And then we just did it for Movie Club every other Tuesday night on Zoom. Uh, we do a movie club where we all just discuss the film uh, at hand. If you're interested in joining, just uh, message any of us. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I knowing has everyone mm -hmm. here seen no nope? message him yes I have not seen it okay oh. we knew that get out you've never seen no I nope. I didn't get see out. get out either oh with us I did see <laughs> a little bit of it I was on a plane and somebody in front of me was watching this very intriguing looking I movie I feel as though that's you know? the way the director intended yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's it was a very immersive experience second second hand in a jet uh, over my shoulder and I couldn't no hear sound. anything yeah. Yeah. just jet noises but, that's all the movie is. It's just head noises. Yeah, so it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even see a jet. But I, I was like, after the flight, I 
when he passed by, I was like, hey, man, what, uh, what were you watching? Because that looked pretty and cool. And then he said, stop talking to me, stranger. Yeah. Yeah. But I got it out of him. Uh, and it was no. By force. Yeah. Um, and so uh, upon second viewing, I think it holds up. It's better. It's a better experience for me mm. anyway. Because all of the things that are revealed in the film, you get to know in advance. And it makes things even creepier. I don't want to spoil anything. But there are certain sounds that you hear throughout the beginning of the film. The jet. Um, this is all the jet sounds. Um, someone dies a certain way, and you don't quite know what that is at the time. So, like, having information about all of the events that's taking place makes it creepier and, I think, enhances the second viewing. Has anyone here watched it a second time? Not you. Yes. Yes. I've seen you, it three times. You agree or disagree? Um... Was it more about the reveal the first time, or were you, was it more better? Was it better to just know it ahead of time for the second viewing, third viewing? I guess, I guess, yeah, it was about the reveal the first time, um, and the second time was more just like really just settling in for the for the fun of it. Yeah, um, there were some things that I knew, but I still was unsure of. So it was it, it was good. I and I the third time was me showing it to somebody. Mm. And that was even more enjoyable because then they're like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, just wait, just wait, just wait. So it's, it's, it's a very, very good movie. Sub question. If you're showing someone a film mm. and you're excited to show them this film and they start doing this. Oh, oh, I, I give me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, even, that's also annoying, even if you haven't seen it before. Yeah. And it's like. What's happening here? Are we yeah. watching the movie or are we yeah. doing this other thing? You uh, care? Uh, I mean, I, I care, but I'm also guilty of doing it. There's times sure. when we'll, well, my wife and I'll be watching things together and I will explicitly tell her, I'm just going to half watch it with you. I'm not really, but if she wants me to watch it, as soon as I pick up my phone, she's just like, pay attention. I'm like, yeah. I only wanted it. I didn't really want to watch this. <laughs> we, uh, my wife and I will be like, hey, who's that? We'll, oh yeah, we'll for sure. Yeah, yeah. My wife is yeah. actually in the chat. Oh. He is very guilty of it. Yes, I am guilty of it because I, I don't know. Always think that. Um, I don't always think that like the latest episode of whatever deserves my entire attention. But he loves like, you. Nice to, like, it's nice to look at the phone. Caps, all caps. You know. He never looks at the TV. <laughs> look, he didn't see what, that. What uh, is, is, what is it? Because because what show? We've started yeah, they, something. Okay, so what's the what's the one? She, she is a huge fan of Yellow Jackets. I oh, just yeah. kind of like it. All right. So yeah. I can check my email and play a game, yeah. and it's no big deal. I'll tell you what, as uh, long as succession. you don't ask questions about it later, yeah. then it's all good. Succession, opinion, anyway. I love and watch, but it's more about the rat tat of dialogue than it is anything that's actually happening on screen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can like look at my phone if I want to, and it doesn't really affect anything. To me. Now, is there anything that you, you two of two you watch that you love, but she's kind of like this, eh? Yes, there is. What is it? There, well, I don't know specifically, but there have been times when we watch a movie together, and I'll be like, "Do you want? Do you want me to pause it? Want to get on this?" Or sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I do passive aggressively just pause. Yes. Mm. When she gets up, or so or it's the exact same uh, thing, but in reverse. Yeah, situations. no, we're okay. we're all <laughs> we're all. I look, you're right. I'm wrong. This is the, I I like my device, and if it's something I'm more driving with, I'll yeah, be like, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Pay attention, or if it's something she is, it's not fair. It's whatever. I loved Nope from Jump. Yeah. Second time, just validated what I loved about it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. My, and one of the things I like most about uh, Movie Club is that I actually have to do mild digging. And so, like, and by mild digging, I mean I go to IMDb and I just read the trivia. 
Um, so it's pretty extensive uh, research on my part. But uh, I get because of that, there's so many little details in this movie that I didn't even pick up on the second time. Mm -hmm. uh, so many little nods to different times that happen in the movie. And it's it's really history. Uh, the history of the film as well. The history of the real life. Exactly. All sorts of stuff. Very, very cool. If you've watched Nope and you were like, meh, it's fine. Maybe revisit it. I think it was a much better experience on the second viewing. That's my five cents. No five right. cents. Let's move on. Oh, speaking of moving on. Um, can you scroll back for us, please? Uh, Dill? Dill. Dill. Uh, before, before, while he does that, before he does that, whatever. Um, well, you've got did you ever watch, he just says, I saw it and it was awesome. Did you ever watch Us again? I did watch Us and Us is also better upon the second viewing because mm. I shut off my brain and stopped overthinking it and I just decided it's a metaphor. It's not supposed to be taken literally. Yeah, I was going to say Us is vibes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. But like, I, the first time I saw us, I was like, this is the most amazing, this is wonderful. He's knocked it out of the park again. And then we get to the explanation and I went, that doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. And it doesn't up, it doesn't hold up to uh, even the tiniest of peaks behind the curtain. But the second time I was like, oh, it's, it's a metaphor. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eddie Madison says, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It was awesome. Thank you, Eddie, for that segue because we are going to hear, we are here to discuss. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, oh. by James Gunn, and uh, he wrote. Did he wrote and direct all three? Uh, he had a co-writer uh, in the first one, but that it's one. Of, look, WGA arbitration is interesting. So, uh, what's her Pearl Perlman? Uh, uh, a screenwriter hired by MC, uh, hired yeah. by Marvel to adapt and like do Guardians. Yeah. Then James Gunn was hired and he rewrote it himself. Oh. So he shares credit. Neat. But he, he more or less wrote he it. He has written three of them for the Gotcha. Yeah. Starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Palm Clementif. Clement Clementif. Clementif. Thank you. Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, and Chikuri Wuji. Uwuji. Uwuji. Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, mm. it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Oh. So here's the, here's the deal. <laughs> Call back. Um, we're going to do a pre-spoiler conversation about it because this movie is still fresh. Um, Very. Like it farted. And we will let you know. And no, it didn't fart. We let we will let you know when we get into spoilers. So you guys are welcome to like chill, hang out, feel safe. You're in a safe space with us. Yeah. Um we've got you. So we're gonna start off. <laughs> cradle you down. We're gonna go through real quick, like, what are your thoughts on the GOTG films before seeing this newest one? So before you went to see this, how what were your thoughts? We'll go just whoop this way. Well, I, I liked them. I thought they were quirky. I liked that they they are probably more so than any of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe films, they don't have to like adhere to the grander story that is ongoing. Um, I like I like the the fit of of the characters. Uh, uh, I'm a fan of James Gunn, mm. his writing and of, of of his movie making. So they, I think, probably more so again more so than any of those films they have a separate identity yeah from the marvel cinematic universe so 
I I enjoyed them. You know, one was great. Two was good enough for me. Um, I liked it. Um, it. And knowing that James Gunn was hopping over to DC and so that this was going to be his swan song, yeah. I was really, like, I was in for this. Like, I didn't even need to see the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Hey, Noel. Uh, it's my favorite. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite. Um, it was my favorite before the movies, and then the movies just kind of validated the the little nuggets of things that I appreciated. But it's it's um it's my favorite type of genre movie, uh, where it's elevated by the care that's given to it, mm-hmm. right? So like on the surface, it's a it's a fucking walking tree and a talking raccoon fighting for the universe with an asshole. Um but because it's treated with such like care and actually has emotional maturity and resonance, it elevates the what about of it all. Yeah. And yeah. that's my favorite type of fiction across the board. So like when you look at something like Buffy on the surface, it's stupid. It's yeah. a, it's a vampire slayer teenager, but it's because of good writing. It's a metaphor for literally growing up and is treated as such. So like, Guardians kind of fits in that same spot with me. I, I love both the movies. The second one is good enough, but like uh, Joseph Campbell rules a fiction, just while I'm with an ending and they forget about any transgression exactly. beforehand. That movie landed so incredibly well that it's just like, I, I mean, I don't really care what happened. Or Joseph anything. Campbell said that about fiction? Uh, yeah, the 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 um, art of storytelling, it's mm-hmm. it's like one of the, the tenets. It's kind of like, it's one of the, uh, sorry, that's not true. Uh, it's a part of, it's like um, part of his, he used to do talks and stuff about the mm. book. And uh, if you ever saw Adaptation by... Um, yes, uh, Charlie Kaufman and uh, some other yeah, person. Yeah, Ronnie, Co- not Ronnie Cox, Brian Cox, who plays the fake, uh, yeah. talks in his talk, talks about like, you know, his favorite part of his book, just wound with the fucking ending. Don't worry <laughs> about like the logistics, wound with the ending. <laughs> but I always thought that that was like a really, really fun kind of like... Um, motivational speaker bullshit about like narrative you know like if you make mistakes it's fine just wrap it up good they say that with a lot of different like you know any interaction with somebody else what people remember is the is the Mm -hmm. end of it we should finish bigger (laughs) in these shows i like to finish quickly yeah and high um, five (laughs) oh a four-way high five at the end of every show no one will be talking about anything else um I was flabbergasted. I, I've told this story on air many times. We used to do a show called Phonographics. Me and Bodhi used to do it. And when we first heard that there was going to be a Guardians movie, I was like, here we go. MCU's done. They finally, they dug too deep. This is not going to do it. Who, the, who cares about Guardians of the Galaxy? And I ate several hats after that. Because um, it is one of my favorite corners of the MCU at this point. And, um... It really is because of the heart. There's a lot of comedy. So the MCU, and I think Terry would agree, that the MCU has a lot of drama undercut by comedy. Yes. That's sort of his whole problem with the MCU. And this gets very close to that, but it seems more masterful. Um, I don't feel like any of the drama is ever undercut in these this, these three films. Um can I? I have cried in every single one of these movies. Can I clarify my my interpretation of the that terminology? Undercut. Undercut is done poorly. 
Yeah. Like under undercut is undermining. Yeah. But juxtaposing mm. to mm -hmm. things is a different experience. Yeah. So like I've talked about it with Terry before where it's like everything is undercut by a joke. I'm like, no, a joke is juxtaposed. If it doesn't work, then it undercuts the scene. Mm. But just the action of there being moments of levity is not undercutting drama. When I, I think that's like a distinction that's never talked about online when people start bitching about MCU. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like clarifying terminology. Oh. It's not no. undercut, it's juxtaposed. Gotcha. Um, so and now you know. Yeah, you the dumb more idiots. You know. Um, Sorry. How are we so rude tonight? I don't know. He set the tone. <laughs> Sorry. That's how I do. Uh, Shut up. And just I before we move on, can someone tell me why Guardians 2 was just okay? Oh, come back, Len. Did you mean move on to what I was gonna say about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before we move oh, on um, my bit of it. Oh, okay. I just wanted to touch on why because I love Guardians 2 as much as I love Guardians 1. Mm -hmm. I like Guardians 2. And it, I yeah. cried harder mm. at Guardians 2. I, I don't even know if I cried during. But, oh, I did when it was a little scene when Rocket is like drunk and he's getting ready to blast um, Drax. Oh, I, I cried at the whole hand. Oh, the hand. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, the hand thing. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, but in vol in volume two, I sobbed like a baby with he may be your father, but he'll never be your daddy. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. When he's Mary Poppins. Yeah, Mary yeah. Poppins, bitch. Yeah. What is it about Guardians 2 that everyone seems to be like, eh, it's OK. I, well, I don't think we said it's okay. It's, it's just, just not fine. as strong as the yeah, first. Yeah, it's just one. not as strong as the first. I mean, th there are things that I didn't necessarily like about it. Like, I don't like. I never was about the Peter Quill and um, Gamora relationship. Mm. Oh yeah. Yes, okay. I, I just didn't care about that, and it, mm. and it, it didn't. That mm. never felt one hundred percent earned, okay. but it was there. So yeah. you know, I, I rock with it, and the actors pulled it off. Um, but I just never. Cared, cared about it. So that sometimes would take me out of, okay. out of the film. And also I do, to my eye, I'd think that the special effects in there weren't quite as refined. Some of them are very great, but there's enough of them that weren't quite there that left me wanting. But it was okay. good. I liked it. Okay, um, cool. I wasn't sure if there was something I was missing. Oh. No, to me it's just more, it's a lot of um, uh, it's it's the movie itself feels a little bit more bottled than the first one. So mm. the first one is kind of like a, a little bit of an expansion and exploration of like yeah, these characters. Yeah. This one, they go smaller and it's takes place almost exclusively. Almost like a bottle episode, but then, a bottle but then movie. They, but then they separate the cast. So like as much as I enjoyed in a vacuum, the, the Ravager subplot and the ego subplot, they just didn't always engaged me yeah like it was it was just it was a shaggier movie okay. wasn't mm -hmm. as tight but and then also to some of the larger swings like i i get that the the child of the 80s and the magic and the the celestial power and pac-man and stuff but it was just it was a lot of movie contained in like a 25 minute sequence and it was just like it was a, a little exhausting but again they wrapped it up so fucking well that it doesn't matter. Like, so it's it's more along the lines of like, if I just compare the two movies, the first and the second one, one's stronger. Okay. Both are great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I, I see a yeah. lot of a lot of flack given to Guardians 2 online, but I never have really gotten no one's ever really gotten into it. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, weird that you say you wondered if there was something that you missed. Yeah. Like if they pointed it out, you'd be like, like ah, now it sucks. Enjoyment it. is gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just mean I, I'm missing the thing that everyone seems to have a problem with because yeah. no one's ever explained it. 
No. Uh, well, I liked it. Ah. I liked uh, Guardians 2. Um, I also really liked Guardians 1. Um, so I was already in even before the movies came out. I was like, oh, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I like this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's see, you know, in the in the Marvel Universe's present, uh, let's see what's happening. The Nova Corps done very well in yeah. Volume 1. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I was very much on board for Volume 3. And uh, as I said on our movie trailer review show, very excited to see Adam Warlock in oh, this yeah. one. So I was ready to go. We'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Period. I did see him. Oh, good, good, yeah. good. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> did um um, can you guys remember? It's so. It was what ten, almost ten years ago now, twenty fourteen when the first one came out. Yeah. Your initial reaction to the opening title sequence. What was it again? Uh, it he is. Big? He's dancing. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved it. He's got a so awesome. rat, and, and it's yeah. and it's yeah, yeah. it was it wasn't even just like the actions of that the. I saw it in IMAX. Yeah, the whole the, setting of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like the way that the shot is composed, yes. also. Whereas yes. Peter is this fucking big, and it's big, and yeah. the titling is completely around him. It was cool, yeah. and yeah. it's Redbone playing, and you're like, "This is a totally different movie." Mm -hmm. Just yep. right off the bat, like yep. it set the tone for all. And and I will say, the tone completely carried through to the third movie. Even though it was a different, a different movie. film, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's solid. That's I re I remember seeing that and like, okay, we're having fun here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This mm -hmm. is totally different. Yes. Even just the trailers, um, visually, showed us a completely different color scheme. Yeah. Than mm -hmm. what we were used to in the MCU. All of the the bright um, neon colors and everything. It was gorgeous just to watch the trailer. These are, these are how the MCU movies kind of should feel. Unless it has Avengers in the title, this is how they all should feel. Like a different movie that just kind of also is connected. So, like, that's honestly, that's one of the reasons why I love Shang-Chi so much. Yeah. Because that is not a Marvel movie. That's just a really fun movie with, like, yeah. with a bunch of different, like, inspirations from a bunch of different types of cinema. And then also it's just it's kind of over here slightly related because they make a couple of mentions but right. it's, it could be a different right. movie altogether it's like the comics have been doing yeah for many many years you know just different comics feel completely different from each other there's no yeah, there is kind of you can compare a dc tone to a marvel tone and people know what you're talking about but there's issues in pockets of those both universes which are completely yeah. different from other things in that universe yeah yeah like that the, the movies don't have to be treated like yes ands constantly with no actual like three acts mm -hmm. <laughs> whereas the guardians movies are their own thing and they're great mm. but not they don't um go against the other ones they don't contradict anything else yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so like, we were all fans of one and two yes mm -hmm. what were your expectations lend sort of ticked on it a little bit um going into this final chapter of guardians were you, you were excited or you, you no, were excited? No, I was excited. I was excited, yeah. Was anyone worried? No. I, well, worried in so much as I assumed I was going to cry. I knew I was going to cry, yeah, yeah. but really just kind of like doing a death pool. Who's going to die? The trailer makes it seem like everyone's going to die. There, in the trailer, there's literally Multiple. a good shot or two from every single main character, like, they might die right there. Oh, yeah. they might die right there. Like literally, someone's so screaming like someone died. The yeah. only one you pretty were 
you pretty much were safe one wasn't going to die yeah. was well, Gamora. Yeah, because oh, she, yeah, she just died. She just died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, yeah, everyone, and she's the only one that was probably safe. She's <laughs> like, oh, my story arc actually already killed me. It's fine. Yeah. Um, well, that being said, what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy 3? No spoilers. I enjoyed it. Cool. <laughs> I I I uh I loved it so much. Um I haven't enjoyed a Marvel movie like that since well, I guess No Way Home. I guess that was pretty recent. And also before that, I guess Shang-Chi. Oh shoot. So it was like one uh, or I enjoy them. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy them a That's lot, cool. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I sobbed like a goddamn baby. And my wife also sobbed. Like wow. a strong, powerful woman would sob. <laughs> uh, they made quite the pair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this movie made me feel really, really good, Aww. and and upon, like it wasn't just a reaction. You know, like you have a a visceral reaction, but then on inspection of why I reacted that way, it was a really just strong movie. Yeah. Yeah. That like this, this is the first Marvel movie, and maybe the first movie in a long time that I went in enjoyed it. Absolutely enjoyed every moment of it. But it created this um I can never say this word. Existential. 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 Existential moment for me that I actually I saw this movie on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I am still kind of like in it. Oh, I've been that's in great. it for the last what what four four days, man. It yeah. it, it really connected so many dots for things in my mind and shit and took me places I didn't want to didn't want to go yeah but I'm thankful that it took me there yeah it's it there's really a, oh, I love that. there's a there's a viral interview going around of James Gunn talking about pretty much that entirely like he's at this part in his life where the stories he tells wants he wants to contribute something not shock not I mean there could be something shocking there could be something funny there could be something painful but that's not the point of the story. Like when somebody goes to a movie, they should feel, and when they leave that movie, they should feel just a little bit better about something. Yeah. yeah. Like if that's, and, and that doesn't necessarily have to be positive. Like they could feel better about this atrocity. They could feel better about the person next to him. They could feel better about, you know, or, or more engaged in animal cruelty, mm-hmm. but it just should always be some sort of just little nugget of I'm different now. Yeah. And they should approach stories like that. And that this movie, I think, kind of does that superficially and, you know, more so. Yeah, it sounds woke. <laughs> to give a shit? Uh, to yeah, give yeah, a shit yeah. is woke. Uh, yeah. By the way, yeah, just <laughs> that you care. You're a, you're a. There was a gentleman a on Twitter. There's, a, there's another video going around about this guy. And he was like, finally, a movie that's not woke. Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy 3. It's, it's all I wanted was something that's not woke. And I'm like, you didn't watch the movie. You're insane. Um, well, it didn't, it didn't have a. a gay trans female lead or something yeah. that's of color yeah about. so it's not woke yeah um who did we all go we all liked we it all liked so it. we jump into spoilers exactly okay. why we comes. liked it yeah all right five four three two one spoiler everyone alert. dies oh geez <laughs> <laughs> big spoilers real spoilers go um did you guys have a favorite bit of this movie uh when it started then when it ended oh nice. um god um anyone else want to go first no, there's so many uh uh i i loved I, actually my main connection to this movie was rocket oh yeah um, he feels like he's kind of the main character this time around oh yeah and even though he spends a lot of it on his back 
Yeah. I was right. thinking that, but during that whole time you get, because I thought that too, he was barely in it, but he really was in yeah, it a lot. Yeah, of course, you get, get the, the backstory. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it turns out he's a raccoon, you guys. He is a raccoon. He always was. So he's pretending he's not a raccoon. He, well, he didn't know. Uh, it was up until now that he was able to truly accept himself. Um, but it, from what I understand, because I was unsure, he's not actually a raccoon in the comics. I think they've redconned it. Oh, they did? oh he's a okay. flark. Flarkin? He's a Flarkin? No, that's the that's from Captain Marvel. Ah, that's yeah, the cat. Yeah. With the blah, 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 blah. Is yeah. he not Flarkin. in the comics? Is he not like an Earth raccoon taken to another planet? I don't. I don't I, think so. I, I think. Oh, it's, really? I think it's the whole. At least, like you said, it probably a raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. But as originally created, yeah. I think it, he was of of a a a, a planet uh, of like I guess raccoon. Like, yeah. Yeah. Creatures. Interesting. I think it is the high. It is human it animals is, and high encounter Earth and. I, I I think I think it does. Yeah, he's an intelligent anthropomorphic raccoon. There you go. But maybe back in the day it was different. Who knows else, what yeah. that was? Well, this is the same thing it, with Groot. Was he upgraded in some way originally? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think yeah. like that's the building block, and then yeah. everything else is pretty much oh, as okay. it as it was. Yeah. yeah. But. Um, I loved a lot of this. I, I guess I get my yeah. I loved I loved Rocket's um origin backstory as fucking horrific as it was yeah um but it also wasn't horrific it was very heartful like oh, very like mm -hmm. young yeah. rocket just trying to be helpful and learning friends and mm -hmm. it said so it makes mo things that happened in the other movies make more sense too you know like uh well, just just in general but then um i don't know what sticks with me the most even though there's a thousand great moments in the movie was um the finale the end the very end like him actively in the zune moving from the 90s which was grunge and pearl jam and a little bit in your feels to the 2000s with dog days are over mm -hmm. Lawrence the machine and it literally was a cathartic moment not only for the audience but for everyone in the movie like they all dance yeah. yeah. As a part of the film. Yeah. yeah. And it was so rewarding. And then all of the even the codas at the end, the the mid and end credit were just so wonderfully hopeful and great. It just it it tied it up so great for me. I don't know. I, I need to see this movie again. Yeah, I would love to see it again, actually. Yeah, the I didn't uh have a particular favorite moment, like you asked, but the first thing that jumped into my mind was actually that first mid credit scene with yeah. the new version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, who also character-wise have a lot of characters that I was interested in seeing yeah. and addressed some uh, Adam Warlock stuff that was different than I had been thinking we would get. Um, was he part of that final team? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, wrote him out of my head, yeah. He was in He's the comics. Crimson. Yeah. King Crimson. He loves him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in the comics, he was in. he was on the team for like, six issues and it looks like he was going to be on it for longer it's like oh cool this is a cool makeup of the team and it didn't last oh. but uh you know we'll see what happens here but he's he's too powerful a character in the comics at least that's what they kind of came across to he's too powerful like the character to just be like another member of the team right right they they even depowered him for that and then it was like in between it was after the magus stuff yeah. magnus yeah. or magus 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 who knows yeah, I, was he, magus, I was never sure uh who? but then then like you know he moved on to like other bigger books yeah, or other yeah. like larger cosmic books. Yeah. But I was excited. So um, they introduced all these little kids and blah, blah, blah. And then the first time Rocket says the kid's name, 
which was Phyla, yeah. I literally hit my wife and I was like, Phyla Val! And she's yeah. like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. I, who are you talking to? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's, it's genetically whatever, don't worry about of Jenna's film. It's Quasar. Uh, it's it's Quasar, Quasar, I mean. Fucking yeah, Quasar. Val, yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Yeah, I think like, it's easy to go on to uh, Rocket and his whole story. Yeah. And, and, and definitely that is the moving part of this uh, movie. And that's the part that really hit me. But what I also appreciated, and this is ties in mm. to that, was I had no faith, even in James Gunn, that they would pull off the high evolutionary. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. But mm. not only did they pull off the high evolutionary, they may have introduced the best villain mm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Uh, I'm hearing that Some, a lot. Somebody was complaining mm -hmm. recently about um, how we approach villains and modern just in general, like where they they almost have to be more sympathetic than the hero mm -hmm. for a lot of stuff. I and, love that. And as, as cool as that is, it's just sometimes there's just a need for a bastard, just a big old piece of shit. And his only oh. motivation is better Wait, make yes, it that, move. That's interesting because I thought while watching the movie, and I've always felt that, this was true in the comics and a little bit less in this movie that the high evolutionary is a sympathetic villain, right? He wants to make something good. He's but, not going about it in a good way, right? But his, his end goal is this wonderful society. You know, that's his, that's his thing. And I think in the comics he's prevented, he's presented as um, a little bit less of a bad guy. I'm not uh, certain. Everything I've read was much more of like a creepy Fascist. Is that called eugenics? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't just eugenics is the intentional breeding of humans. Yeah. He does other stuff too. Like he does genetic modification and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The way yeah. he's presented in the movie, um, perfection at any cost, including oh yeah, death and destruction, which I think is pure bastard. It's less um, so like somebody like Killmonger, hmm. legitimate concerns about his his whole well, entire just, upbringing, right? And, yeah, that's what I mean. So that's what I mean. Like the, the like, um, they they go out of their way in a lot of modern fiction. They go out of their way to completely humanize Andor mm. so much so that they're. I mean, are you the hero of this story? Uh, yeah. And then just do one terrible decision at the very end, yeah. almost inorganically, to make them the bad guy. Yeah. Um. Whereas this was, oh, he was garbage from the jump and oh. just fucking ate every single scene he was in. Yeah. Oh, he, he I mean, uh, what's his name? Chuck Woody Wooji. He He's was great. amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. And there was one scene where, cause you're introduced to him primarily through the, the uh, backstory of Rock, Rocket Rock. <laughs> He's a giant hand at first. Yeah. And um, there's Ooh, one, the there's one scene where Rocket Raccoon has ha has had these horrific, you know, like experiments done to him and everything, but it, they create the the great intelligence that mm. Rocket Raccoon has, and the High Evolutionary is sitting there with Rocket Raccoon, and and they're just and he's almost has him like almost like his favorite pet. Yeah, he's yeah. talking oh, yeah, to yeah. him and he's talking to him about the stars. Forever sky. It's like, oh my God. And Rocket is like like eating it up because yeah. like, you know, he doesn't know. And and if you just listen to the high evolutionary's tone, 
it does sound like, oh, he's seeing him almost as a pet. Yeah. So in your mind, you know there's a the turn's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But you're wondering what is going to be the turn. Yeah. But then as he's talking to him, he puts his hand mm -hmm. around his head. Yeah. And you can tell the yeah. way he squeezes, like, oh, yeah, you're just fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Credit, credit to credit due for Bradley Cooper. Ah. Who True. just fucking destroys the voice acting in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. There's, so still sticking with me, will stick with me for probably decades, is Rocket's reaction to Lila. Uh, yes. Being taken. Oh, uh, my now, God. It's it was it's mm. a choice of guns to not cut away from Rocket screaming in grief. Mm -hmm. They hold on that shot for a good like ten hard seconds, and it's not just like a scream; it's a scream, no. yes. and then a guttural scream, and then another one, and not exactly knowing what to do with his own body. Mm. It was so fucking yeah. hard to watch, but still felt incredibly vital yeah uh, you give shout outs to bradley cooper rightfully so shout outs to that is great special effects oh yeah because oh, yeah. you are feeling that is rocket raccoon yeah. going through that moment is it, there it, anybody acting it out at all yeah is that, it's uh, sean gunn sean gunn oh right oh that's right yeah the yeah, motion yeah. capture is done by sean gunn right um but and yeah was um what is her name Lila? Lila. Lila. Was that, Linda, was that Cardellini. Linda Cardellini? Yeah. 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 Who's also already in the Marvel Universe and, and, as Hawkeye's wife. And Michaela mm. Cooper is the the um like the rabbit, rabbit. Uh, floor. Mm hmm And I, I forgot who Teefs is. <laughs> I forget Teefs. who Teefs. Um what the, I, the thing about this film though, and it's good to have friends. Mm. Is like you mother, I mm. know what you're doing. I you're I know it's gonna happen, but oh, I still love it. It's so cute. And I love these guys. Her, her then, voice acting there yeah. was what really sold that. It felt like a children's TV show. Yeah, you know, when yeah. she's very earnestly, they're like in this horrific environment, but like on the set of a kids show where they're learning about friendship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's yeah. Good to have you know what? Friends. That is spot on because oh, I did all. Uh, you kind of like feel that. Yeah. It, like, mm. yeah. Even though. Logically, you know, oh, this is gonna go right. so, so bad in yeah. these cages. But no, there's yeah. I there was a there's a there's a I fooled myself. There's a scene in the trailer where they hug Lila and Rocket. Yeah. Mm. And I swear to God, in my old head canon before the movie, I thought like when he finally gets into like the heart of the ship, she's not dead yet. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I especially liked uh, a lot of kids shows do this too. Mm. And when they when we are introduced to young Rocket. His first word is hurts. Mm -hmm. Get that on a lot of kids shows. A lot of kids shows. shows? Yeah, a lot of yeah. kids shows. Um, there Wait, was a, you should evaluate uh, the kids shows. <laughs> that I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff in his backstory uh, makes a lot of the stuff in the other two movies make sense. Um, his frustration in the first movie when they're yeah. drunk. Um, his reaction to Quill sacrificing himself on Ego. Yes. Where mm. he literally tases Gamora like, I'm not going to lose another friend today. Mm. Uh, just there's a whole bunch of like stuff that just like a sequel shouldn't only be about escalation. Yeah. It should also help improve the other stuff that you set up foundationally. Right. And this just does all together, including my favorite bit that we talked about where we as the audience 
finally understand Groot. Oh, I oh, yes. didn't get that. I didn't mm, get that at all. He had to let me know because I was like, oh, I thought that was kind of weird. Like all of a sudden he can speak English and Noel's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's we, the audience mm. are now part of the Guardian's family mm. and we understand what he's saying. He's still speaking Groot. Yeah. And I was like, you mother Hubbard. This is proof that me and you, we have good podcast partners. Yeah. As, as I left the show mission yesterday talking about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with Vincent. Yeah. I said, the only part I didn't really like, it's like, I didn't really think that they needed him to like speak English at the end. He was like, he stopped in the middle of the street. It's like, we understand him now. And I stood there. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It's, and it's, 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 uh, it's not like hella clear, but it's been confirmed. And in the moment, like that's where they show the, you know, him with Gamora. That's yeah. like, exactly what Vincent yeah. said. Set it up for you. <laughs> that, like, the same and thing. then in the scene, so the other, the only other time we've seen Groot use any other word was we, yeah. we are Groot. I just thought it was and another one everyone, of those. everyone was just beside themselves in response. In this one, it was just like, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like we all understood you. That's fine. Yeah. Move on. It was to tell you that like you are now part of the family, which I thought was fantastic. Robert Monroe Jr. says, little kids going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 are going to leave messed up. To which Sam says, I don't know if she's responding to that or something else, but she says 100%. Groot pulled a family <laughs> Fast and Furious moment. <laughs> yeah. It felt like a silent Bob situation at first until I realized what was happening. Yeah, so yeah I didn't get it. And then, and then I was like, I told my wife, I'm like, honey, did you did you know that like that's that's what happened? She's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you uh, fucking you're asking idiot. If she understood yeah. Groot too. Oh, yeah. oh you understand? Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> interesting that it was interesting, <laughs> that, uh, Lady Sam, that you you mentioned Fast and the Furious, and then it was Groot who pulled that family moment. Groot, yeah. who is famously voiced ah. by one Vin Diesel. I mm -hmm. wonder if he learns anything when we get to Fast X. Uh, well, I mean, family's most important. We'll we'll talk about Fast X <laughs> okay. when it, oh, uh, the time comes. <laughs> No. Um, one of the other things that I really, really liked. <laughs> was... Well, I was going to say something, and then oh, and sorry, Noel said something. Oh, sorry, but yours did not have primacy over mine. You go ahead. I'll say my thing. Primacy, next. I like that. Um, uh, I enjoyed what they did with Peter and Gamora. Oh, I love yes, that. Mm. yes. Uh, they didn't yeah. under like mm -hmm. she is a different person altogether, and um, no matter how much he tries to mm -hmm. keep chasing, I mean, running away from himself slash chasing whatever he thinks is right right she still isn't the same person mm -hmm. and the fact that they didn't completely undermine all of the stuff that happened before including mm -hmm. her death yeah. narratively was just incredibly satisfying and like she even validates his mourning yes like mm -hmm. we i bet we were great uh, mm -hmm. i bet we, we were fun yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like you wouldn't believe and then i uh. i i'm sorry i know i know it's like cool to hate chris pratt fucking killed it in this it was he was great, it was great. you know you know why because i think james gunn gets the character yeah. of peter mm -hmm. quill right. and peter quill is misused in everything else james gunn even point point mm. pointed that out himself i was about bummed how about he wanted to he wanted to correct some of the narrative of, of peter quill that had been happened in all of the other movies where he, he where he was he gets him and and he made it work so shout out to to Chris Pratt. Shout out to Zoe Saldana, an actress who I like mm -hmm. a, uh, a lot, but I think this is her best performance mm -hmm. as Gamora. And one small note to the not, you know, doing away with anything, 
when at the end of the film, when she goes back to the yep. Ravagers, I was just thinking that there's a part of you that's kind of waiting for her to like kind of wistfully look mm. back, like, but no, that's her family. That is her yeah. family, yeah. and they yeah. embraced it. I, and I love in it. direct yeah. contradiction to to what he says earlier. He's like, "We're your family. The Ravagers aren't your family." And she I'm goes more back of a Ravager and, than you. Yeah, he actually says, and, her, yeah. and then she goes back, and they don't say anything, but like she's clearly that is actually her family. Yeah, yeah, I love that little. Little bit as awesome. No, I I was with you, Len. I never really saw the two of them together through anything other than they're the male and female lead of the movie. Right. And so they will end up together kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I didn't care that much about it, but it is an interesting identity question. Like she is not that Gamora, and I really liked how they handled that as well. Um, but she does have all of the makings of that yeah. Gamora, mm -hmm. right? Like she does change during the course of this film to be somebody who saves Groot. And, you know, um, I thought that that was an interesting uh, examination of that potential. What I, what I also like about this version of the character is rewatching Guardians 1 today, I was reminded that she hates Peter in beginning because she thinks that he is a scoundrel and a thief mm. and is unreliable and untrustworthy. Your pelvic sorcery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, um, but in, in this version of, of her, um, she's actually kind of shittier because she has been with the mm -hmm. Ravagers in the same way that Peter used to be with the Ravagers. So she's actually less focused on his, um, shittiness. His, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of neat. Like <laughs> well, she's a darker version much. of the character. Yeah. He's a more responsible guy yeah. now yeah. than he was then anyway. Less of a rapscallion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the. Uh, the the grandfather stuff. Um, I was very happy with it because it is a hanging like this man has spent thirty five years yeah. thinking that. Yeah. I also like the conversation. Yeah, like oh, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, that last bit of the legendary Star Lord will return is just blowing my mind. Yeah, like hmm. is it going to be just like a like a Thor short where it's just like roommate Daryl type shit or where's Star Lord going to show up? Yeah. yeah, who knows? Where would you like him I to was, show up? I was surprised by that. So was I. Yeah, I was like, oh, he is? Oh, yeah. okay, I thought we were done. Not the Guardians. Cool. The legendary yeah. Star-Lord yeah, Star will return. Yeah, but the legendary Star-Lord doesn't have necessarily have to be Peter Quill. Huh? There is no other Star-Lord. How do you know? Somebody else saying there is no other Star-Lord. Where do you no. want? Do we want him to show up somewhere? Yeah, I sure. do. I got ideas. Cool. I mean, I love the cosmic. <laughs> what did you say, Greenland? Call me. Call me. Call you. <laughs> Where do I want to show up? Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, 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 one of those Greenland-centric films. Um, I love Marvel's cosmic, you know, deal. Everything in their cosmic uh, section of their comics mm -hmm. are some of my favorite things in Marvel in general. And so that's one thing I've liked about this whole trilogy is the, you know, getting to see Marvel cosmic yeah. more. Um. So anywhere he shows up, if it's anything like that, I'm in, you know, I like seeing their stuff. Yeah, I mean, it might not be. I want uh, that. <laughs> I want, um, I want Star-Lord and Nova. Oh. Yeah. Or just Nova. Because, the well, I mean. It, <laughs> but yeah, him and Richard Ryder from Annihilation. It doesn't even stuff. have to be Richard. Yeah. It could be Sam. Sure. I, I Like the idea that in the Marvel Universe, Xandar is decimated and the entire Nova Corps is no longer. True. So we got the we whole know. world mind and the helmet set up. I was gonna going say exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like just a helmet, world mind, all, and some dumb shit on Earth. And then there's this guy who kind of knows about 
Oh, that would be awesome. Right? Just yeah. the way that the MCU has yeah. it all kind of like laid out. Like, yeah, give me a give me a solo Star Lord thing that introduces Nova and the very world cool. line. I would hey, say buddy Dusan. comedy. Yeah, kinda. I would like do Sam. I think so. He's, yeah. he, so that gives makes Peter have to be more of a father figure to someone else. Yeah. Well, he even kind of was that. Not as much, but when the Nova Corps stuff happened, mm -hmm. and you first are introduced to Peter Quill in the modern era, that becomes the Guardian of the Galaxy, and he's got the thing in his eye. Mm -hmm. He's this grizzled, you know been around the block 18 times kind of guy yeah yeah, yeah. and richard Ryder has been nova for a while but he was a kid when he was nova and he's an adult now but he's just now dealing with the whole overwhelming force of the world mind he's the last nova so there is that dynamic but not as much as there might be if it was sam going into it yeah I was um, surprised that Nova didn't show up already. Like when I saw all the Nova yeah. Corps in, in one, I was like, oh, great. I guess we're going to get a Nova. Me too. It, that would have been too. Some character is going to be called Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, I wanted to touch back on something that you, we said we would touch back on. It was about Adam Warlock. It was about Adam Warlock. Yeah. I see a lot of grumbles and mumbles online I see that. about how sure. he's like, oh, they nerfed him. They made him weak, and he's a big baby. Oh, they didn't do that. They didn't make him weak at all. That's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Was, they did yeah. something with him. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> as a, as a warlock fan, I love Adam Warlock. I've always thought he was cool. I thought he was cool before I knew what his backstory was, where he was originally him yeah. created uh, to be like the perfect man. being, the perfect man, right? Um, and but the people that create him are not so great, and he leaves them, yeah. and he becomes this you know, stoic space messiah kind of figure, this cerebral That's kind of character. That's not Silver Surfer. No, but right. there are room, there is room for plenty of that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I like that. I think I was introduced to him during the Infinity Watch time when the- Was that before Gauntlet? No. Oh, after Gauntlet. After, uh, where he and Drax the Destroyer and Pip the Troll and Gamora, mm -hmm. Maybe somebody else, well, there must have been uh, at least two more yeah. who were in charge of keeping an eye on the Infinity Stones, as they were called at the time. Uh, or no, the Infinity Gems. Um, so uh, Sam says that uh, she asks us or any comic nerds to help her out. I read somewhere that Peter Quill is bi in the comics. Will we see some of his new love interests in the future? Face red heart shape. Uh, I can answer that question. Okay. Hey, no, why don't you answer that question? Um, well, you see, uh, in the most, the more recent Al Ewing run, uh, Peter Lord, or sorry, sorry, Star Lord Peter was, Peter Lord. <laughs> um, sacrificed himself when fighting some gods. Um, but really he ends up being kind of shunted into a alternate dimension yeah. in this alternate dimension. Time travels differently and he is there for thousands of years. In those thousands of years, he becomes part of a throuple with another uh, another couple that take him in, and then they just kind of explore togetherness together. During this, he also because he he uh, he um, elevates as a being, so he actually does become a Star Lord. Oh, like nice. when he comes back from it all, he has the abilities to like I figured what it is. it's something like manipulate light and something else stars because he. He's been you around. Just manipulate them. Like he, kind of like, like he hey, evolves. You go grab me a soda? He literally, for thousands of years, he evolves. And part of that evolution is that um, sex and gender don't really matter. Mm, yeah. Indeed. Hey, when you're a star. So technically, he is bi. I knew you all know. Not all. Just, no, just, just him. No. Just your no husband. I was the only one that knew. Um, um, she says, thank you. 
So I'll tell you what the Silver Surfer's uh, Warlock comparison yeah. are a little. I wouldn't see Silver Surfer as much of a messianic figure, right? He's like a, a prophet, maybe, or yeah. this like redemptive kind of philosophical guy. It's true. Yeah. And uh, but Adam Warlock has some some troubles ahead sometime, right? If I forget what sets it off, but sometimes in the future he might become the Magus, the Magus right? Yeah. Who looks just like him except purple and uh, with white hair, and he's bad. He's bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, Occasionally a, a white fro. Some really was it his yeah. first look like a. I don't remember. Like that. his oh, very yeah. first look. One of his one of his first looks. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Okay. Um. So that was not the version That's of not Adam what's in this movie that we got at all. Right. It, yeah. Yeah. And it was one of two removed uh, cerebral characters who were not represented in that way. Um, Star Hawk. Uh, the Silver Sylvester Stallone's character, who in the comics knows a great deal because he lives his life over and over and over again, like he lives through it all the time, is not a Sylvester Stallone type figure normally. Yeah. Um, he's this much more esoteric guy. Uh, but it was still cool to see this universe's version of Starhawk and this universe's version of Adam Warlock, who yeah. was. I think on more on that path by the end of the movie and the final scene, and you see little <laughs> hints. Oh, he does. So stupid. He has a fro. Mm. He's he has got a fro. Oh wow. Um, about that. But uh, a question about Starhawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, didn't Starhawk in the comics have some type of headgear? He does have some headgear. Oh yeah. So yeah. I think the joke of making Sylvester Stallone Starhawk is that you never see him in the headgear, a la. With, like when he was dread <laughs> and you saw and him he, outside oh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I that just clicked on yeah, me because yeah. I never really realized that he was yeah. supposed to be Starhawk. But yeah, well, it's it's very subtle in that he doesn't do or say anything that Starhawk would do. <laughs> that <laughs> and, is subtle. Yeah, and it He's really connected in no way. I think it's yeah. just and the he, color scheme of the costume right. and those. The, shoulder the, the, things because yeah, he really doesn't do or yeah. say much in the movie yeah no not really he's just the leader of the ravagers yeah. that and, is all yeah i who, don't who are also composed of other yes original future yes. guardians characters or versions of them which i love to see i don't want to close this off without talking about nebula uh nebula mm -hmm. has throughout the three films and more i guess there was a the, the uh, christmas special christmas special yeah and also, oh, an Endgame. I think the first time that I started really sort of appreciating her was when she's playing uh, paper football. Yeah, with Tony. With Tony. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, I like her. Uh, and so just throughout these three movies, I really like the development of her character. And um, just Kieran Gillen. Karen Gillen, not Karen. Kieran. That's Karen. a different guy. Yeah. Different person. Um, she was just delightful. She was one of my favorite things to watch in all of these movies just watching her kind of grow and become a different kind of character i just really liked her i enjoyed the development of her character through all the films and through the marvel cinematic universe mm -hmm. uh, in general i applaud the actress and her skill um and her, her technique but i'm gonna have a man moment mm. And say you like the blue. She also has the sexiest walk. Oh, oh yeah, she yes. does. Oh, she's Karen Gillan in general. Seen. That's true. I could watch her walk to the bathroom. The only time I have you, <laughs> I'll never tell. Okay. Um, where she has to move a lot of product, so it's just really. 
Um, so the only time I noticed her walk, honestly, was earlier I was watching uh, Guardians 1, and she's mad at for whatever, she has to go do something herself. Like, if you want it done, you have to do it yourself. And she's walking out of, um, oh, what's his name's throne room uh, from the first movie? Ronan. Oh, um, Ronan. 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 And, and she's, she walks out and the door shuts behind her, but she has such a swagger, yes. such an attitude in that walk that I, I like, I just caught her as she was leaving because I was doing something else. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, that's the only time I have to, now I have to go pay attention to her walk. It's, it's nice. every, yeah. Yeah, it's, a good walk. it's a good walk. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Len and I were having a conversation earlier about, about Nebula. Oh. Couldn't let it go. I couldn't let, I can't, <laughs> I shan't let it go because that's what we're here for. Um, the only problem I have with Nebs, mm. as she likes me to call her, mm-hmm. is that in the first movie, she actually doesn't like it. She, she hates it. She, uh, shaved her head. The actress. Yeah. Shaved her head mm-hmm. for the role. And you have a problem with that. And I have a problem that now she does not shave her head. Oh, what she a puts jerk. a she puts they put a, a whole helmet on her. Dare Does she well, okay, not so, be willing to shave her? Well, I mean, if it's, it's the job, it's the millions job. Millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> that's part of the character she signed a t- contract. She still got the millions of dollars. <laughs> she did. <laughs> well, I I I don't know if it's, it's a, a huge deal. I don't know if it's a you need to or you don't need to, but the makeup in this one had. It was, um, yeah, it had seams. Mm -hmm. Her, her makeup specifically had seams like the underneath of her face, like the jowls looked like applications as opposed to just her face. Um, and it was, it's noticeably different between this one and just the second movie. Was she like torn apart in between then and now? Uh, yeah, that's been part of her shtick since jump. She constantly just like pop pops herself back into. Yeah. No, so then the shaved head thing doesn't matter too much either because it, it's just uh, she has me, a slightly bigger. To head. me, it's not the shaved head. It's yeah, sh- yeah. it's the literally how it looks like from the bottom of that. her face down. Yeah. But I'm I, it's not, that's me. That's me talking. Don't oh, worry about it. All of it. 150 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Don't worry about yeah, it. But the, but the th- uh, my thing is is that yes, did she sign the contract? And oh, know, I, I, are you talking to me? I don't care. Oh, I'm talking to him. Yeah, Let's both talk I, I'm on your turn. I'm too angry at you to talk yeah. to you. Let's all talk to Noel, and he can pass it. He's Noel, really mad about her JD not shaving her head. I hand. said <laughs> for JD to ask you to tell Lamb. He says he don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. She signed the. She did sign the contract, and yes, th- th- that's what the character called for. That's what the character called for. But I'm willing to bet that she, along with a whole, all everyone else, signed contracts that, that um, called for them to star in a certain number of films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who's the I bet none of them had an idea that one, when they, those number of films, it would take them 10 years yeah. to get out. They would also need them for little bits on, uh, in uh, other, other films things. as well. Like, yeah. Um, and then you're talking, and then you're talking about who knows what the makeup was doing to her. Um, Allergy wise, perhaps. Right. Yeah. And, and who knows as far as because of the tight schedule of them filming, Filming things, she may have been already doing something else, mm. so that she couldn't cut her hair. It's just maintenance, mm. right? You know, yeah. um, ten years though but, is really the. But that big ten years point. is a big yeah. thing That's because, a long time. as I pointed yeah. out to you, as I pointed out to you, um, Drax and I just drew a blank on the actor. Dave Batista. He was Dave Batista. He pointed out, like, like, hey, uh, I don't need to be running around with my shirt off the whole movie yeah. anymore because <laughs> I'm not that guy anymore. I'm yeah. still cut, but I ain't. Right, yeah. ten Drax. years ago, right. cut. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So they they make allowances for yeah. for these things. They made an allowance for him. Um, I'm willing to bet they made certain allowances for 
Zoe Saldana as far as her makeup. I'm mm. sure that there was a you, there's a line there. You don't so, think they did the, the green all under? All that, yeah. Never all close. <laughs> it's not a it big deal. Cool, it was just something that I noted. It's and not a big like, deal. Yeah. We had a conversation and and sussed it out, and yet you still felt to so bring it up, it up at the end of the show. Yeah, I well, that way I could weigh in. Conversation for we'll a conversation right show. She was she was a she was the goat in this movie. And you so good. You didn't seem a lot more mad. So Nebula Nebula. Yeah, at the store. Oh yeah. yeah. Between yeah, between oh. between the movies, Nebula has essentially become the glue for this entire group. Oh, Very true. Mm. Yeah. She is the goat She's of this so entire great. team. She's so great. Uh, and the fact that she decides to kind of continue to protect nowhere as her like you know home. mission and home because she's never had a home. Oh yeah. Every single one of these wrap ups was incredibly satisfying. Like Drax's wrap up, yes. super satisfying. Um. Even Mantis, Mantis, who they Mantis. give a a, a yeah. fighting moment yeah. where she's yeah. great, and they give her some uh, some some agency in this film. I I enjoyed that it. hallway scene was awesome. Yes, that was a great fight scene. I'll tell you what. Now that I, it was a great fight scene, the aesthetic of this film is something we have not touched on, oh. yeah. and it's great. Like when mm -hmm. they go into that organic oh it's a thing, and they're all. Yeah, yeah, that was it's so cool. Very cool. It looks cool. It's Nathan Fillion is fun in it. Um, I was wondering if it was going to be related to the cancer verse. Honestly, when I first saw it, oh uh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right though, and the aesthetic is very. It's more. It's more James Gunn than the other two movies yes. combined because oh. there is there is a goopiness to this mm. movie. Like, Although, Web puppets, and I yes. did like that a lot, but it makes me think of the opposite of that, um, it, which is also really cool. The High Evolutionaries red cube throne room mm. kind of thing oh, with yeah, a that... like swirling mm -hmm. up cube uh, play style. That looked really cool, too. Um, it was a great looking movie from a um, design of yeah. the of the world that they were in kind of perspective. For sure. uh, but what I was going to bring up was Drax who I thought was great. I thought the end that he got was great, like you guys said. But thinking about it, when he's like, well, you never asked if I spoke this language. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you kept this to yourself? These children, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to communicate with them. And why would you not? Although he is a very oh, literal guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah very literal. As yeah. in, like, he understood them. Yeah. But there was nothing to act on in that moment. I until guess he had to, like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so weird. He's yeah. such a weird no, dude. But if you think about it, if you look, look back at the movie, in the background, he is kind of like just, you uh, know, with them. Yeah, yeah. So he could have been like mm. just understanding them. He mm. didn't ask them. Yeah. That's true. I and mean, he didn't even really realize that they didn't understand um, him. So I, I saw this movie in the largest format possible. Um, how did you guys feel about the high evolutionary reveal? His face, Which, you mean? what do you mean? Yeah, I was trying to. I love it. Super it. gross. Mm. I love Super it. gross. I love oh, you mean fucking... at the end? Yeah. So and I find out what raccoon did, what Rocket did to him? Yeah, because you only see it from um, Rocket, like, ripping at yeah. it. At yeah. I, I absolutely love oh, it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so I, I thought that that's not... why he... He's not together. I oh, thought yeah, that that's... I knew that, like, you know, they didn't show it, and Rocket went to town on his face. I knew that's why he no longer had, like, mm -hmm. the top of his head. Mm. But I didn't know that it was a straight-up full mask mm. yeah. oh you didn't no i just thought it was you know like a facelift kind of john like mm. that's still his that's gotcha. still his gotcha. but but to go full horror movie yeah and it wasn't just like a peak mm. no i know it was, like, dialogue. An, it was an imax around. sized yeah. <laughs> full screen shot of the of darkest looking yeah. fucking th 
worse than Dark Man. Yeah, yeah. Way worse than Dark um, Man. Well, the special effects are so And I loved it. Advanced. I loved it. And yeah. I did think too, like, oh, this is not for kids, but God damn it, if I was a kid and I saw this, it'd be the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, what said fucking it. Yeah. Uh, Get yeah. in the who, fucking car. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was who that. says it? Star Peter. Lord. Yeah. Oh, I, I blew, I didn't even that, catch it. Actually, that's, again, that, so that's a scene that maybe like Terry would be like, oh, you didn't need it. Throw it out. Didn't yeah. do anything. It didn't, didn't propel the pot. It was so incredibly enjoyable. It was enjoyable. <laughs> Trying to explain. I don't know that I would have known to push the button in on this well, that's just old it. style car. The, <laughs> the, not only are they normally antiquated for anybody that might be yeah. like under the age of 30, yeah. <laughs> but another like un completely unaware of just right. this type the of technology. Is... It's just like, push the button. I am like, no, that's <laughs> yeah. the keyhole. The button <laughs> yeah. pushed it. Now what? <sighs> Open the, the fucking door. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. See, I yeah. didn't know. I, I couldn't remember what scene that was in, but I did see the interview where um, James Gunn was telling us, telling the viewer that like he like, always has an earpiece with um, Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. So he can just whisper stuff and talk to mm -hmm. him whenever they're filming. And so he was the one, say fucking. So um, <laughs> just for fun, just to like throw everybody off. Yeah, but yeah. then they were like, it was so funny yeah, yeah. that they kept it in the movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love the I love the idea that when they get in the car, yeah. they don't know how to drive. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he left right. the earth when he was eight. Yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't know that. really what a car is. Oh, how also, those? his, when uh, Gamora, no, damn it, I do that every time. Nebula. When Nebs was uh, holding um, Peter and walking with him, uh -huh. I assumed that they just had the actor on um, wires. Or just say CG. Yeah. That uh, was a 35-pound yeah. complete reconstruction of uh, Chris Pratt. That yeah. she could just there's lift there's up. some really yeah, great like videos online yeah. uh, yeah. of them all testing it and checking it out and uh, Chris Pratt is visibly confused yeah. slash disturbed yeah. by how <laughs> good it looks like from off screen because it's like TikTok videos from off screen the the special effects guy's like yeah you did the whole body scan you don't remember he's like my wife has to like see this is weird <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is weird right do you want to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it's and then there's a couple of really good jokes about uh where they kept it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that that's why they made that. I was wondering when I watched it, I was like, why did that need to be a dummy? It was so that she could lift it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Didn't, yeah, yeah. Oh, it makes perfect. I was like, couldn't he just lay like that? Also, I have a question. How does that planet work with the different? There's like a lot of different species there. Yeah. Do they interbreed? What? How does that happen? I think what's do. going on. Well, you he think creates so? them. Well, yeah, but I mean, every They're like all created by him in a it, lab. No, but I mean, once it gets going, oh, yeah, they just the start fucking. You think we'll have like bat monkeys and that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, bat monkeys. Who else is, right. is cool. going to make the the human animal meth? So they'll eventually. That's a good point. The bat monkeys are really good at that. Yeah. But uh, so eventually, there'll just be one kind yeah, of sure. mix of Earth animals and a real melting pot. Yeah, that's they pretty all cool. died. Yeah. They'll yeah. be Muppets. Every one of them. Oh, is that where the Muppets came from? Yes, oh I didn't know that. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else we want to talk, talk touch, touch on? Great movie. Everyone should see it. I <laughs> one other thing came out of this experience. Yes. Hmm. I cannot believe as I sat in the beginning of this film, before the movie even began, and I was eating my first order of pretzel bites. How many Your orders first did order. you have? That's not important. Okay, not important. Go it's ahead. important Go to on. me. <laughs> and as I was watching. More than one. The trailer enough for concern. But but is it is there more than one depending on the length of the movie? So if it was under two hours, just one pretzel bite. Can I get through my sister? Actually, you know what? More important. I'd really prefer that we focus on this. Do you order them all at the at, at the start, or do yeah, you go you back like, mid movie? Are you like, excuse fresh? me, excuse me, sir? What's the running time? I'll need two. 
Yeah. Or is it like a you You're like, oh, I'm halfway through. through. I'm hungry. I need more pretzel bites. So anyway, very sort of point? Excuse me, sir. What's the running time? Yeah. I'll need yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> two what? <laughs> 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 I mean, if it's his regular theater, I don't know. Right. Imagine. Yeah. As I'm watching the trailers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm ticking off, you know, usual, you know, like, eh, I've seen this one. He's whatever, whatever, whatever. I cannot believe that I found myself saying aloud. And thankfully, I, was your pretzel bites. I saw this movie by myself. So uh-huh. it was, it was, so it was a good. <laughs> so I said it to myself. I think. I want to see Transformers. There we go. Rise of the Beast. Yes, oh, the Beast. All right. Yes. There I, was, I watched I the trailer this time. And I just kind of like just focused on like the the transforming and the action beats, and I was. I think I want to see the movie. Okay, I'm Lenny, let me know. We'll you, go. We'll, go. We can all go. Yeah. We'll be there to support you every step of the way. I think it's uh, comes Don't out June 9th. Me, That's not that far from now. <laughs> I'm in. Is it? Is it, is it that soon? Yeah, it's uh, June 2nd is Spider Man. June 9th is Transformers, and June 16th is Flash. Oh sweet! Oh, snaps. Oh. Yeah. Right. That's why I got the stupid uh, Regal thing. Pass, I got it's that just, too. There's Regal Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Maybe movies, movies all uh, mm. constantly. Indeed. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, until next week, where can the people find you, Noel? Uh, you can find me online at Mr. Bartochi or on Twitter at Mr. Bart. Well, for now, Mr. Bartochi, M R B A R T O C C I. But more importantly than that, uh-huh. every Wednesday morning we drop a podcast called Fresh, Fresh Floppies. Floppies. Mm. Where we will do spoiler-free reviews of comic books that are coming out today. So let's say you're not up to current, but you want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Let's say you still pick up current and you want to know if something you're gonna pick up or thinking about picking up if it's good or not. Listen to it. Uh-huh. Let's say you haven't read a comic book in decades. Listen to it. Yeah. Just listen to the show. Like, comment, subscribe. Are there any circumstances yeah. under which somebody should not listen to it? Dying. But still. Yeah. What if you want to just hear about let's some comics? Let's say you're on you know your deathbed. Yeah. yeah, let's say you're on your listen deathbed and it's right. the choice. No, no, it's, listen to it. Yes. Yeah. It's the choice between hearing the voice of your loved ones mm-hmm. for the last time mm-hmm. or the latest episode of Fresh Floppies. That's why you have two ears. Yeah, just talk. Ear they can buds, all talk to. Whisper, are you, sweet, I, nothing's goodbyes. You confused me with that because it sounded like you're saying we are not their loved ones. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, why don't you have that kind of relationship with <laughs> with everyone? I mean, yeah. I do. I wanna, <laughs> you are I wanna, my loved ones. I want to cast a wide net. Yeah. Hate That's me. Cool. Listen to it. Hey, Len. Care. Yes. <laughs> where, can, where can people find you? I can be found here in the video content factory on Tuesday nights, streaming live at 7 p.m. Eastern with the Michelle Mission <laughs> and <laughs> Dylan the Great Still. at the board. Bow, 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 bow. Hey, Brian. Hey. Where can the people find you? I'm around. Uh, so you might you might just see me, but I'm also at brianleebdesign.com, a website that showcases my uh, designs. Let's say yeah. you want to see mm-hmm. a website that showcases Brian Lieb's designs. Yeah, go to brianleebdesign.com. It's an excellent choice. Yeah, if you just want to see some cool designs, yeah. and you, it doesn't, you're not thinking it would necessarily be mine. Yeah, still go to brianleebdesign.com. Brian they are mine. Yeah, but you'll be happy. Spoiler alert. Yeah. they're yours. Uh, oh, spoiler. He said it. Fresh floppies. Uh, we'll see you here next, next, next time. This time now. What is? What did we talk to? All times are one. Are so, we doing the thing where it's like, what scared us? We huh? could. Hmm. Uh, it's yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's either gonna. It's probably gonna be. Um, we're gonna talk about things that traumatize us in our youth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Children's movies that are uh, should, oh, should have been children's yeah, movies. Not children's stuff mo- that happened to us. No, no not okay, real life um, events. Right. Less, right. 
less. Uh, I fell it's, down um, this. My first ravine. word was hurts. Yeah, yeah uh, trauma from something uh, derived of fiction. Fictional. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. No, your trauma is real. Yeah, but yeah. like, but, yeah, yeah. but derived from fiction. Yeah, fiction trauma. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we will talk at you later. You did. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.